B98.5's Tad Drex and Kara podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. You've got a problem. We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? Gotta keep our composure. Don't freak out. Just hit the panic button with Tad Drex and Kara on B98.5. Panic button is where you have a problem, you have some sort of a dilemma, and you don't know what to do. You turn it over to our audience for advice. Aria. Guys, I'm in trouble here. I need to hit the panic button. What's up? My cousin has been living with me rent-free for like three months, and I'm over it. (laughs) It's time for her to go. Oh, geez. You want to kick a family member out of your house? She and I have been living together a few years, and I work 50, 60 hours a week, and she's just been living off her dad. Like getting an allowance or something? Trust fund, baby? Yeah, exactly. That has dried up, so she doesn't have any more money. You're saying the allowance dried up. What happened? Her dad is a lawyer, and he got arrested for embezzling money oh, from the company. Okay, yeah. So I don't. So the uh, so the well's drying up. Yeah, then. there goes the allowance. And so that, yeah. but you said that she's been going without paying rent, so she ran out of money, and now you're supposed to pick up the slack. She keeps saying she's going to get a job, but now it's been three months, and um, she hasn't done anything. She's worked like a few event gigs, and she'll like hand me thirty or forty bucks. That doesn't cut it, yeah. No, yeah. So, you, so you've so been responsible for floating the both you guys, and, and you're saying her lifestyle hasn't changed? Like, she's still acting like she's getting in an allowance? She still orders takeout five, six times a week. Oh, jeez. And I get resentful about that. I don't even do that. Roommate situations are the worst. Mm-hmm. I've been in the situation where my roommate's not able to pay bills. I always got stuck with the phone bill in college. Yeah. And this is usually a friend, in your case, a family member. How do you tell a friend or family member, like, really what you need from them? Yeah. I talked to my mom about it, and she was like, I, I need to have compassion for her. It wouldn't be the right thing to kick a family member out during the holidays. But I, I'm so over it. If it just started, I would, I could see like having that perspective, but this has been drawn out now. Like I'm just so done. Am am I a total monster? Talking to you, it sounds like your mind is already made up. You want to kick her out. What's the holdup? What do you need advice about? I do have a conscience, I guess. I do feel like if I kick her out during the holidays, then the whole family is going to talk about me and call me the Grinch of the family and talk behind my back and say that I'm the problem. I have issues. Okay, now we're getting somewhere with this. Keep listening, Aria. We're going to get some advice for you. 404 741 It's like a slippery slope with family. Are you helping them or are you being taken advantage of? Yeah, should Aria kick her cousin out even though she's going to be the black sheep of the family if she does? Should she let her stay even though she's not paying? 404-741-0985. There's only one way to deal with your crazy crisis. He said not to panic. He said not to panic. It's time to hit Tad, Drex, and Kara's panic button on B98.5. All right, getting some help and some advice for Aria. Yeah, I called in this morning to say she's fed up with her roommate for not paying rent for the last three months. The problem is Aria's roommate is also her cousin who was living off an allowance from her parents, but that allowance is dried up. Yeah. Uh, Aria says her cousin hasn't locked down a job, won't change her lifestyle, and Aria's mom's like, you need to have a little compassion for your cousin. She's going through a lot right now. You can't kick a family member out right before the holidays. Yeah. I feel like she feels like if she kicks her cousin out, the rest of the family is going to talk about what a terrible yeah. person she is. Advice, Brianna and Covington. Um, 
I think she should just kick him out. Kick the cousin out. It just seems like they know what they're doing. You know, if she said it's been three months, obviously they know that it's been three months as well, you know? Is there any compassion to be had for Arya's cousin? Because, uh, you know, Arya said that um, uh, the cousin's dad just went to jail for embezzlement and maybe Arya's cousin's in a bad mental headspace and maybe she needs a little bit of time? I mean, I get that, but uh-huh. three months, three months is time, I would think, you know? I mean, I would give her maybe like a month or two, maybe like a month, you know, get over the emotional damage, whatever it calls her, you know? But after that, you need to be looking for a job. You know, you have bills. We're all adults here, you know? Rihanna, cold as ice. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been told that. Thank you so much. Have a great day. <laughs> Thank you. Y'all too. This, uh, if this cousin is a trust fund baby mm-hmm. this is a big transition period yeah and to throw the dad in jail so mm-hmm. i understand maybe why mom is saying back off yeah. a little bit abby and marietta you say give the cousin a deadline yes give her a little bit of deadline this way she knows there's a time frame like i'm not just kicking you out immediately but you have a little bit of time here you've got to get a job and start paying rent or you've got to go yeah and, and that that's cool that's definitely pragmatic but um like, giving him a deadline, maybe it's a month or two months, that's still more money out of Arya's mm-hmm. pocket. Yeah, well, I had to do it with my daughter. So oh. it's family, but sometimes you got to, you know, put them in the right frame of mind. Like, oh, I really need to find a job, and I'll find something. And, you know, so you're not, you know, just saying, hey, you're gone in a week. You give them a little bit of time. Thank you so much, Abby. Appreciate it. Thank you. Good I, luck. Yeah, thank you. I have such a pit in my stomach because just thinking about having that conversation, giving a deadline, having to mm-hmm. live with the person for another month. Oh, that 30 <sighs> days is going to be very uncomfortable, yeah. very passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Michael and Ackworth, you say talk with the cousin. And what, did, what does she say? Well, you know, I, I got in on the tail end of the conversation, but I would just be bluntly honest because sometimes those types of conversations are what helps people grow. And, you know, she's got not much to lose because she's not a big fan of her right now anyway. There's not much of a relationship there and a whole lot to gain because maybe they get closer. Maybe this family member grows as a person. I appreciate the call. We got some comments coming in on Facebook. One person saying... They flipped the script completely on her cousin. Uh, we hear the logic behind that next. You've got a problem. Are you freaking out? Don't freak out. Don't freak out. Just hit the panic button with Tad, Drex, and Kara on B98.5. A lot of talk about peace on earth and goodwill toward your cousin. Right. Aria's in a pickle. Yeah, her cousin is also a roommate, but the cousin hasn't paid rent in three months after the allowance she was getting from her parents dried up. So now Aria's like, you gotta go, but it's family, and it's almost Christmas. Do you kick your cousin roommate out of the house? We're going to talk to uh, Melinda and Loganville in a second, but wanted to get to some of our Facebook comments. Yeah, shout out to Jody Miller, who says Aria needs to maybe flip the script and point out that everything costs more these days, and she can't continue to keep them both afloat, and they could both end up without a place to live. In parentheses, even if Aria has plenty of money, she didn't adopt her cousin to raise. She's an adult. That's good. That's good. Melinda in Loganville. Get the other family members to help with the rent. I mean, if everybody's worried about pitching her out during the holidays, and that way nobody's stuck with one big deal. If everybody helps, it won't be one big deal. (laughs) Yeah, mom, who's saying, oh, don't kick her out. Is mom ponying up some cash? Right. That's how I feel. I mean... When, you know, it's a family member, and especially around the holidays, everybody pitch in, and that way it's not all on yeah. the one girl. Aria could be the, uh, she could be the sisterhood of the traveling cousin. 
Because you could just yeah. float around in different houses. Do <laughs> some uh, sofa surfing. Yeah. <laughs> Answer more questions than Kara. Grab a quick hundred bucks. But she won't make it easy. It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. Kara's out on maternity leave, so I'll be answering the questions on her behalf this morning. Brought to you by R.S. Andrews Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing and Electrical. What's up, Edgar? Yes. Con from Canton? Yes, that's me. Have you been taking advantage of the warm weather? Yeah. Have you done anything fun? Maybe set up a slip and slide in the backyard? <laughs> yeah, just, just put up some lights in the house. Nice. All right. Well, hey, let's kick Tad out of the studio, Edgar. All right, Tad. We'll get a chocolate donut, please. Oh, oh fatten him up. Okay. Yeah, bring three in for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tad leaves the studio. Edgar, Edgar we're going to ask you these five pop culture trivia questions. Then we'll bring Tad back inside, asking the same questions. If you get more right than Tad, you get 100 bucks of his money. You ready to play? Sure. All right. Question number one. NORAD's Santa Tracker has officially gone live for the season. What's the name of Santa's red-nosed reindeer? Rudolph. Question number two. Amber Heard has officially appealed the $10 million judgment she owes her ex-husband. Who's that? Um, three. Don't remember. All right. Got to move on. Question number three. Chip and Joanna Gaines are being sued by a former employee over a book deal gone bad. What's the name of the HGTV show that launched their fame? Oh, uh, USA. Question number four. Vladimir Zelensky has been named Time Magazine's Person of the Year. He's the president of what European country? Ukraine. And question number five. Pete Davidson and Eli Manning have created a joint Instagram page. Now, Eli spent his entire NFL career with what team? Um, the Cowboys. All right. Going to bring Tad back in the studio and Edgar and Canton. You struggled a little bit this morning. A you think, little you bit. Think the, you think the questions were tough? For a person that said no much, yeah. Okay. <laughs> From All the right, talk t- I'm hearing, it sounds like your uh, ploy to get me to slip into a diabetic coma failed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll be okay even with the coma. All right. <laughs> ready for the same questions, Tad? Yes. Number one, what's the name of Santa's red-nosed reindeer? <laughs> Please tell me Edgar got it right. It's Rudolph. <laughs> if he would have gotten it wrong, I just would have hung up on him and like it's over. Give up. But he got it right. One to one. Okay. Question two. Amber Heard has officially appealed the $10 million judgment she owes her ex-husband. Who's that? Johnny Depp. Yeah, Edgar didn't get it right. Edgar. Question number three. Chip and Joanna Gaines being sued by a former employee over a book deal gone bad. What's the name of the HGTV show that launched their fame? Flippity flip and flop. Flipper flop. <laughs> no, that's a different one. Looking for fixer upper. Edgar didn't get it right either. So still two to one. Question four. Vladimir Zelensky, the president of what European country? Ukraine. That's right. It's what Edgar said as well. Three to two. And question number five. Pete Davidson and Eli Manning have created a joint Instagram page. Okay. All right. Uh, Eli spent his entire NFL career with what team? The Giants. Edgar said the Cowboys. Edgar. Not much of a fan, I guess. Not much of a fan. Okay. Final score, four to two. Edgar and Canton, are you smarter than Tad? Oh, yeah, of course not. (laughs) Edgar, are you a fan of pretty Christmas lights? Yeah, that's for sure. Uh We're going to send you to drive the family through Atlanta Holiday Lights at Lakewood Amphitheater now through January 1st. Okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> Have a great time, man. <laughs> you too, man. Anybody else can get tickets on sale now, atlholidaylights.com. We'll play again at 735 on B98.5. 
You need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Kristen, you need forgiveness from your boyfriend for going through his medical records? Well, sort of. For trying to access them. I, I messed up. I really messed up. How do you even access your boyfriend's medical records? I mean, well, there's like laws and stuff that you, you can't. Oh, I know. Stuff, I'm well aware of those. There's like, well, there's way more to it than that. So I was out of town. I had a business trip. This was a few weeks ago. And my boyfriend was in a car accident. He's fine. Oh, um, right. oh good. But yeah. He had to go to the ER. He was like in the backseat. His buddy's fine too. Uh, everyone's fine. Uh-huh. But he had to go to the ER and that's crazy expensive. The bill is $10,000. If you're physically capable of driving yourself to the hospital, you could save a bundle. Most people don't think about that. Yeah. When an ambulance show up, you just get into it blindly. You're saying, Tad, if you're not bleeding profusely, go ahead. Check your account first. I've driven to the hospital without a foot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Kristen, where where do the, uh, the medical records come into play here? I work in the medical industry, and because of that, I know that it's possible that you can haggle with hospitals to lower the bill. You need an itemized bill, and you basically okay. have to dispute every single thing on it. Okay. So I took it upon myself to call Emory and try to get the bill lowered. But, I mean, they can't um, they can't release information without authorization from my boyfriend, Greg. Oh, right. so you so, called Emory before you talked to Greg. Well, you were trying to, like, yeah, Greg doesn't know you're doing seemed, Okay. Yeah, it seemed like, you know, help help them out. That's a lot of money, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, there might be other reasons I want to save money. Is it something that you want to surprise him with? Well, I thought because it's the field I work in, it's something I can do for him. But then also, um, okay, so I should just get down to the other reasons. Yeah. I did have selfish motivation. So the $10,000 hospital bill is the reason Greg isn't going to be able to propose, like, that money was going to go towards a ring and we'd, like... You guys talked I've been about, talking that? about that. Yeah, okay. Before this happened, so there, there was that. But I reached out to him to ask. I needed his permission to access the medical records to get this done for him. And when I called to ask him for that, he got really upset and weird, and like was very, oh. very unhappy with me. And then I was like, I just overstepped, but I didn't think it was really overstepping. I wanted to help him out, although I had my other reasons. But Didn't the fact that he started to get dodgy when you asked him about this, like asked him for access, did that make you want to know even more? I guess it was more personal to him than I thought it would be was more the, the thing. Well, yeah, it's like, his medical records, and you, you yeah, went behind his back? Yeah. But, you know, like we've been together a long time and we're talking about getting married. So it didn't, it's to me, that didn't seem like that big of a deal. But to him, it's a big deal. And I want to respect that. I would be more interested once he started acting dodgy. Because if somebody wanted access to my medical records, I'd be like, be my guest. You would let me see your medical records, Ted? Yes, Drex. (laughs) And you would find out that I battled a case of athlete's foot in 1996. (laughs) All right. Kristen, sit tight Uh because we're going to get your boyfriend Greg on the phone and see if we can get forgiveness for you trying to save a bunch of money to get a ring, really. But also save him a bunch of money. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to ask for forgiveness. Is it too late now to say sorry? So Tad, Drex, and Kara are here to help you do it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Just talking to Kristen, who said her boyfriend Greg was in a car accident, had $10,000 worth of medical bills. So Kristen tried to access his medical records. She works in the field to try to get 
the cost down. When she asked him for access to his medical records, he got very upset, and now she needs to ask his forgiveness. She crossed the line. Kristen, he's not going to know you're on the line here. We're going to talk to your boyfriend, Greg. Hello? Hey, is this Greg? This is Greg. This is Tad Drex and Kara from B98.5. How are you? I'm doing well. We heard you were in an accident. We just wanted to see if you were doing all right, if you're recovering well. How did, were you guys on the radio? and you? Yeah, you were in a car accident a, a few weeks ago in your buddy's car. Uh, oh, yeah, no, I was in an accident, but... Fine. I'm almost 100%. Why are you calling me about it? Well, it sounds like your bank account isn't back to 100% yet. That hospital bill is pretty crazy with the ambulance and all that. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It is what it is. Like, I just went to Northside. It was great. Like The doctors and nurses, everything worked oh, out hold fine. Hold on a second. Ted, did he say Northside? Greg, we got to let you know this is a feature on our show called Forgive and Forget. And your girlfriend, Kristen, is on the other line with us. She was looking to get you to forgive her for trying to lower your medical bills. Why did you say you went to Northside? You told me you went to Emory. That's where I went? Like, Which one? What is this? You told me two weeks ago that you went to Emory. That's who I called. <sighs> right. No I, no, I did go to Emory. That's right. Like having a head trauma from the accident. The uh, uh, to, uh, Ted, I got to admit, I'm not, I'm not buying this. Greg, what is going on? I'm being ganged up on the radio over this. Like, I'm just... Hey, I'm my friends are helping me out. Don't you not give them it. any problems for that. Well, you say you're not ready for. Wow. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I didn't want to do this on the radio. Uh, you what? This is super freaking me out. What is going on? Greg? Listen, I'm... I'm not ready for marriage. That's what I'm not ready for. Greg, were you really in a car accident? No. No? no I wasn't. Oh, my. Why would you say what? you were in an accident when you weren't? That's so a big lie. In, look, if you thought I was in an accident, I got a huge hospital bill, I'd be off the hook for having to buy you an engagement ring. That's <gasps> why. This is quite the elaborate story to make up just to get out of a relationship, Greg. I don't want out of the relationship. I just don't want to get engaged right now. And I was feeling a lot of pressure to buy a ring. And you do have the money. It was like, I don't have the money. I don't feel comfortable about this. I'm not ready. It's like, no, you do. It's this and that. I feel like I'm being forced into it. I would like to yeah, do it because yeah. I want to do it. I'm forced into it. And we've so been this... discussing this for like six months, and you're the one who brought it up. Wait, really? You know, if you get cold feet, you're supposed to tell me. You're not supposed to lie to me now you guys have gotten this out in the open now you can talk about this i don't know how i feel about this i feel like really betrayed you and your friends like came up with this lie you were the one who should bring it up i'm not stupid you're the one to bring up getting engaged i just said i can't i'm not sure i want to be engaged to you after you do this i mean what kind of person are you uh, what kind of person am i i didn't trap somebody on the radio to Oh, don't even go there. Yeah, don't bring us into I, this. Don't even go there. You're the liar here. I'm the one who is, like, looking for your forgiveness, and I don't even need it now because you need my forgiveness. All right, so I'm not going to ask Greg for forgiveness. You just said you don't no. want his forgiveness okay. anymore. All right. No, he doesn't. No, no. You guys have a lot to talk about. Wish you the best no, of luck. Not whether so you much. Oh, I mean, I, I learned a lot. Thank you so much. I learned a lot today. <laughs> Keeping you up to date with everything happening in this crazy world. Hey, what?
Tad, Drex, and Kara's Info to Go is on B98.5. 728, we're protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters, fog this morning, clouds, chance of rain uh, this afternoon and tonight. Warmer, though, high of 73, tomorrow's high 71. What's going on, Drex? Uh, Ted, we all sign up for those apps, and you just breeze over the terms and conditions. You click, yeah, yes, I agree. Right. Well, there's a new app that a lot of people are using and posting on social media. Uh, experts are warning you may want to read those terms and conditions. There's some privacy issues going on. So we'll okay. talk about that in just a second. But it's been months since actress Anne Heche lost her life in a fiery car wreck. And there's been a lot of speculation as to whether or not she may have been under the influence. I mean, she had a history of... You know, some issues and, and, and uh, drugs and alcohol and all that. Well, the toxicology report is finally in. Los Angeles County Medical Examiner Coroner reports that Anne was not impaired by drugs at the time of the incident. It was good to hear that one. While drugs didn't play a part in the crash, witnesses to the crash say Anne was driving at a high speed, especially in a residential area. Yeah, but I do think it's good that this came out and that we're talking about it because... When it happened, everybody says, oh, she was probably mm-hmm. on drugs. And then you never hear another word of it. You 20 years later, somebody goes, no, I don't think she was. It fit the story. It made, maybe made the story a little bit more sexier that perhaps she was impaired and right. she had an issue and all that stuff and try to tar- tarnish a little bit. So, yeah, like you said, it's good that came out. Uh, and I'm not, So I'm not sure also if you've seen these artificial intelligence pictures that people are posting on their social media. Oh, I have. Yeah, you see, it's really cool. Like, it could take just a normal picture of you and make you into an astronaut or or a piece of art or something like that. So, you know the pictures that, like, smooth out your face? Mm -hmm. This, like, takes it to Garden of Eden level. You look really attractive in these pictures. I was this close to doing it. I was, I've was. Well, i only seen women do it, and I thought, you know what? I want to see what Taddy looks like. All right, so basically what happens is you download the Lensa AI app. You upload 10 pictures. You pay 8 bucks, and the app turns your pictures into absolute masterpieces. Well, experts are saying you might want to be cautious. We've talked about this before when, you know, there's been like the doppelganger, and there's been other sorts of apps that have access to your camera roll. Uh, these experts are saying, saying uh, you didn't notice in the terms when you signed up for the app, uh, but you upload the 10 pics. The app doesn't also uh, doesn't ha- not only have access to those 10 pictures, they now have access to your entire camera roll. And where are these people from? Are they from Russia? Where uh, is this I, 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 I don't know where the, ba- where, the, where the parent company is, but them having access to your entire camera roll, I mean, I don't know about you, Tad, but like in my camera roll, I've got like screenshots of bank account numbers. I used to be so critical of a buddy of mine who lives in the woods in Vermont and has like tape over all the mm-hmm. cameras on his computers. And I was like, dude, what does the government want with you? But now. Right. Sounds like you and your buddy in Vermont, that could be a match made in heaven. You guys get some tinfoil up on the windows, right? <laughs> sure. Okay. Thanks for listening to the Tad, Drex, and Kara podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and hear the show weekday mornings from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.